Welcome back to the Ultimate Spin Zone. I'm sorry, it's been a while. Been busy. I know I let you guys down. I'm sorry. But I'll get I'm back on my grind. Starting a new job this week, so you know I had to kind of get things in order. I'm excited. Got a good episode today. It's gonna be a good time. Gonna get rocking and rolling. Let's do it. Here we go, baby. Let's do it. I think I got a good episode today. I'm hoping you guys enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I start a new job on Wednesday. I'm teaching elementary PE. Some of you guys, that sounds like your worst nightmare. For me, it sounds like a great time. So we'll see how it goes. I've been busy recently. Went on vacation. I had a lot of work last week to do. Last week, though, I went to the Sox game on Wednesday night, and it was a trio of twos. There were three things that happened twice, so the trio of twos. So the first thing is, two times, people told me I was in the wrong seat when I was actually in the right seat. So right when we get there, me, my brother, my cousin, and my friend, we're walking down to our seats. We're 14 rows up from the dugout. Slight flex, you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking, and we're in row 14. I'm like, oh, boy, there's people in our seats. And I pull up. I was like, hey, you get, we have five, six, seven, eight. And it was an old guy, an old lady. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm supposed to be here. And we were in section 138. And I'm like, no, this is section. I'm like, we're in section 138. Row five, six, seven, eight. And I had my phone out with the tickets and I showed him, but he didn't look, of course. He's like, no. He's like, this is 137 and we have section 137, five and six. And this guy's like 70. So it's taking him. So he pulls out his phone. He, it's taking 10 minutes to get to his tickets. And I'm like, sir, I'm like, look behind you. I was like, look, we're, I was like, no, 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 no. We're in section 138. He's like, no, I have the tickets right here. I'm like, I am not doubting you. That you have tickets in section 137. But we are not in section 137. I was like, look behind you. I was like, look at the section. And he's like, no, no. He's like, I have the tickets right here. I'm like, he's like, I was ushered down here. I'm like, I I don't care who ushered you down here. Because how it sounds is, it sounds like Stevie Wonder was your usher. So... And then eventually the people behind us, they tap him. They're like, no, we're in section 138. He's like, really? I'm like, I told you that 10 times. Why did it take the people behind you in order for you to understand what section you were in? Then the second time that we got, uh, it was actually my brother. So there's these 
guy and his son sitting a few rows up. And they moved back because they're in the wrong seats. But I don't think they had any of the seats. I think they were just moving around. But So they moved back and they moved back while this guy in, the, in their row that they were originally in went and got a beer or something. And so this guy comes back and he was sitting with a bunch of his friends. So he comes back to the row that we're in. And he looks at my brother. He's like, hey, you're in my seat. And we're like, no, he's not. He's like, row 10, right? We're like, no, this is row 14. He's like, oh, what? He's like, I was just going off this guy because he's wearing a yellow shirt. The guy moved back. He's like, I was just going off where he was. I'm so sorry. I'm like, wouldn't you have noticed that the seat wasn't next to any of your friends? All of his friends were like 70 years old. And he comes down and he looks at me and says, That's my seat? <laughs> I didn't get it. It was funny, though. I've never really had that happen. I've had it, like, one time, maybe getting, like, a little argument, but twice? Like, what's going on? So that was the first two. The second part of the trio of twos was two times the people next to me blocked me from getting a T-shirt. So they haven't done the t-shirt toss all year. This is the first game I've gone to where they've done the t-shirt toss. And, you know, we're 14 rows up from the dugout, and they stand on the dugout, and they throw it. So we got, a, we got a pretty good chance to get a t-shirt. And the first time around, there's this girl who was throwing t-shirts out. And I gave her the eyes. And she saw the eyes. And she smiled. And she then threw a t-shirt right at me my cousin Jason was on my left goes to grab it completely misses swats it into the people in front of us hits them on the head and somebody else gets a t-shirt I'm like alright no big deal whatever second time it happens again Girl comes out. I give her the eyes. I'm not kidding you. I don't know what it is, but when there's a t-shirt on the line, I can give some girls some eyes that will make them go crazy. I think if I used it in any other context, it would be very creepy. But when there's a White Sox t-shirt on the line, I can get it. I can pull it out of my arsenal and it's super effective. Do it again, completely different girl. Mesmerize two girls with the eyes. Throws it right at me. My brother to my right, swatted, blocked by James. Mutombo, no, 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 not today. I got a couple of brick hands next to me. Missed two t-shirts. Didn't even get a hand on either of them. And then the third, so that was the second of the twos and the third two is we had too much fun <laughs> pretty cheesy right no but it was a good time the Sox lost nine to one but we had fun we uh me and my cousin were pretty brutal we get it from our our fathers though every time we watch a game with our our dads 
on the TV, I mean, it's it's doomsday. I mean, one guy strikes out, and they're the worst player on the planet. And me and my cousin JR was like, hey, just relax. You know, it's a long season. It's a long game. That was one at bat. They're saying trade away every, you know, it's, they're just they're just doomsday kind of guys when it comes to their teams. And then me and Jay, we got to the game. We were just yelling horrible things at Sox players. We were pretty brutal. And uh, it was funny, though. Had some people around us laughing. Everyone's looking at us like, you guys are Sox fans? Because, you know, I'm taunting our pitcher who gave up five runs in four innings. But it was a good time. And before that, though, the week before that, I was uh, on vacation, went to Idaho. Went to Utah for two days. Good times, good vibes. And I flew out to Idaho with my dad. And we were going to Boise, which I guess is Boise, Boise, Idaho, is what they, people from Boise say it is. I just call it Boise. And we had to fly all the way to San Diego first because there's no straight flights to Boise from Chicago. So we flew all the way to San Diego, like a three and a half hour flight. We stayed on the same plane and then flew to Boise. So after we got to San Diego, we moved up to the front. We were in the second row. I, I want to sit in the front row, but my dad didn't want to. He wanted to have a uh, a pull-out tray for his book so he could read it, even though he probably slept the whole time. I don't know. But there's this kid who wasn't with any adults, so he was like, he had like a big tag on. He was like the responsibility of one of the flight attendants. He can only sit in the first three rows. So originally he comes on, he sits in the second row on the other side of the aisle. And then he asked the flight attendant if he could change his, his seat. She's like, yeah, sure, where do you want to go? And I, I was just looking down. I was watching YouTube or something before we took off. And he's like, I want to sit there. And I look, and he's pointing in between me and my dad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? So he sits in between us, and we talk a little bit to him. He's very nice. I was like, hi, I'm Luke. Nice, nice to meet you. He's like, I'm Hunter. Nice to meet you, Luke. I'm like, okay. And very nice kid. So he was in San Diego for a month with his grandma. And then he was going back to Boise. Because that's where his mom lived. And he was scared of flying. He didn't like flying at all. Even though he was one of those kids you could tell flew a lot. Like I'm sure he flew from his mom to his dad to his grandma all the time. And we had just landed. Well, I guess we'll go back a little bit. When we were still up in the air, he was like, yeah, I'm always scared uh, about the landing and takeoff. He's like, that scares me. I'm like, yeah, that's natural. I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, every time you've been on a plane, you've been good, right? You've been good landing, good takeoff. He's like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, nothing to worry about. And we talked or whatever. He took a nap. He took my armrest, but hey, it's okay. But we had just landed, like we literally just landed. 
And when you're flying, sometimes, like, right when you're about to land, you have to get close to the ground, obviously. And we had gotten close. He's always got close to these buildings. And he's always like, I'm always so scared because we get so close to the buildings. He's like, I wonder if a plane has ever hit a building. I was like, in my head, I was just like, boy, do I got a story for you. And uh, I was so glad we landed because (laughs) I did not want to explain that story to him. I did not want to have to have that conversation. I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it ever has. <laughs> kind of lied to her, but what was I supposed to do? That's not my position. We just landed. The poor kids are going to get on a plane again if I tell them that story. I guess he's going to find out either way, but it, it shouldn't come from me. I was just a little plane, just a plane friend, you know. But yeah, Idaho was good. I had a good time out there. I saw a lot of cows, though, when we were driving around. There's a lot of mountains. But then there's, like, cows next to the mountains on ranches. And I always heard something that if a cow if a cow is laying down, that means it's going to rain. And weathermen are so full of crap, I think I could do a better job because we'd go by and there'd be, like, a ton of cows and, like, only 60% of them would be laying down. So I'm like, there's a 60% chance of rain. I feel like that's how weathermen do it. I, I can give it a go. 60% of the cows are sitting down. 60% chance of rain. Sounds good to me. Where's my paycheck? That's a thought. I also heard that it's not 60% chance, but it's 60% of that area is going to be covered with rain. And I, I, that upset me because why would they not tell us? I, I refuse to believe that. I saw it. My sister was talking about it. I saw it on the internet. The internet. I'm not blaming my sister. I'm just saying I don't. I don't believe that. I refuse to believe that. That's one of the sillier things I've ever heard. You know. Like why would? Uh, it, it that boggles that boggles my mind. Bothers me too. There's a lot a whole lot of boggling bothering. But yeah, if there's. 75% of the cows sitting down, 75% chance of rain. You know what's funny is I said that, and it hadn't rained there in so long, and then we get back, and it rained. And there was a good amount of cows sitting down. It was probably like 70%. I called it, too. I want to be a weatherman. I want to be a meteorologist. I hope that's a weatherman. I don't know if I should keep it. All right, I'll keep it in. That's how confident I am. I won't even fact check myself. I don't know. I'm scared, though. Meteorologist. Meteorologist. Oh, okay, yeah, weather forecaster. We're good. No worries. Sorry, that was bad podcasting. All right, moving on. On a completely different... All right, have you ever heard the statement, a 50-yard fake-out? So that's when someone looks like they're attractive or hot from 50 yards away and then you get up close and you're like not as hot as I thought I think I'm a 15 yard fake out I was doing some work landscaping the other day and there's I was looking at a reflection of the window and I was like okay 
how are you single? You know, you're like, oh, you're like, sheesh. How's a man like you not got a woman, you know? And then I got up close and I looked. I was like, oh, oh boy, maybe that's why. <laughs> I'm a 15-yard fake out. That's me. That's what I am. I don't know what it is. Snapchat selfies, I don't look great in either. I don't never know what to do. That's why I kind of stopped doing them. 15-yard fake out there. I feel like I look good from 15 yards away. And then up close, you know, I got this, I got that. It's just... If my woman could only see me from 15 yards away, optimal. Absolutely optimal. You know, speaking of women, I've heard this thing. I guess girls say it more. Girls will be like, airport airport boys are the worst. Because they're so cute and then you never get to see them again. And I was like, that's the same thing for me with girls. And I was like, you know what, it is true. Because you see a really cute girl at the airport and you're like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you never see them again. And I was really thinking, I was like, that's actually me with any cute girl in public. I never say anything. (laughs) You don't see me out there busting out any moves. Finagling my way in. I very rarely have gone out and gotten a girl's number or Snapchat. Had a one time where a girl asked for me for my Snapchat. That was great. I liked that. I enjoyed that. Very pretty too. I was thinking about asking her. I was like, nah, she'll probably say no. So maybe that's why I need to think. I mean, maybe I need to think they're thinking the same thing. But I don't know. So yeah, airport girls are every girl for me. Never see them again. Hop on a plane and then seven states over. I don't know if there's seven states to the east or the west. I don't even know if that works or lines up, but that's how it goes. That's how it rolls sometimes. You know, going back to traveling, traveling to my dad's funny because He's a guy who doesn't like to let his phone get at a low percentage. Except he doesn't charge his phone at night, which I don't understand. But his phone is always probably 80% or above. But it's funny because you're traveling with him and you would you would think you're at a bingo event because every five minutes he's just yelling out random percentages what his phone's at. 86 like, oh, shoot, do I have 86? You're checking. You're like, oh, wait, I'm not even at bingo. He's like, 92? He just yells out random numbers like it's like it's bingo night. Like I'm a senior citizen looking to make some big bucks at the, the senior center, you know? I feel like I'm at bingo. It's kind of ridiculous because he'll steal the charger and hold on to it when I'm at 20% and he's at 85 But yeah, you feel like you're at bingo. I think you'd be a good bingo announcer. He's got it. He's got the talent for it. He's got the voice for it. He's got the love and numbers for it. Sign him up. Could be a good retirement plan for him. You know, just run bingo nights on Tuesday. Over at the old people's home. Not a bad idea. He'd probably hate it though. But no, I just thought it was... You feel like you're at bingo. 
going back to when I was traveling again, you know, sorry, so out of order, so out of whack here. I take a week off and I forget how to podcast, but we went to this, I don't even know what it was called again. I was so, it was so boring to me, but we went to this, it was called Crater of the Moons, Crater of the Moon, Craters of the Moon. I was calling it Craters of the Lost Ark the whole time. So that's kind of throwing me off. And then my dad was calling it Crater of the Lost Moons. And then everyone was just confused. So Craters of the Moon. And it's where a bunch of volcanic eruptions took place. So there's volcanic rock everywhere. And you can see like the lava flows and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. For the first 10 minutes. And there's a seven-mile loop where you can drive in your car and you get out. And you walk two-mile hikes at every stop. That's when things got kind of boring. It was uh, really hot out. Uh, it was an hour and a half drive to there from where we were. So I get there, and I'm already kind of hungry. And I know that I'm not going to eat a substantial meal until I get back to our Airbnb an hour and a half away. So that's in the back of my mind. I'm low on water. And plus, we're getting out all the time to get to go on hikes, and my water is getting warm in the car. So we're at the last last stop. It's about 1.30, 2 o'clock at this point. I haven't eaten since probably 7.30. I'm a little fired up. I'm not fired up, but I've been complaining the whole time. I've been making jokes, though. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a joking complainer. But people know that, so they know that I'm actually complaining. But it's at least funny. We're at the last spot. It's a cave. And I'm like, okay, let's do this cave. You know, because my, my oldest brother loves it. He's having the time of his life. I'll take one for the team. Let's do it. I get up. There's a big map. I'm like, oh, boy, that's never good. And so they have, like, the mile, like how long it is, like you can measure with your fingers. I'm measuring it out <laughs> because I don't want to walk a long ways. And my brother, who was having the time of his life, he's like, are you guys really measuring? He's like, you guys are a bunch of wussies. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I'm a wussy because when I'm on vacation, I like to eat lunch at a normal time. I'm a wussy. Because when I'm on vacation, I like to drink cold water and have enough of it. I'm a wussy because I like to eat lunch at a normal time and have good meals and rest and enjoy my vacation and not spend five hours looking at the same lava flows. Are you kidding me? I was like, all right. The last thing I am is a wussy. You call me a bum. I'm a bum. I didn't want to do it because I was scared. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to do it. Talking about being scared. I ain't ever scared. But no, I'm just kidding. It was uh, it was good times. And I'm just messing with my brother. He probably don't listen though. Never does. That's a wussy move, not listening to my podcast. If you want to be a wussy, don't listen to this podcast because I might call you out. You're scared. You're scared I'm going to call you out. Right, here's a question I've always had. 
It's really a dumb question, so don't get your hopes up. I've always wondered, like, if I took a picture of my hand, I, w I can't do my left hand, though, because my finger, I almost cut it off last year with a bush trimmer, so it's pretty scarred up, so I'd be able to tell. But I, if I did my right hand, maybe, like, just to make things even crazier, get, like, a pedicure before, I think that's the hand one. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know why I said you had to get a pedicure before, but just because my nails are almost distinguishable. But I guess that changes the game. No pedicure. If I took a picture of my hand, and I took a picture of a hundred other guys who were like same build, same race, same height as me, and I put their hands next to mine and I mixed it all up, would I be able to tell which hand was mine? That's a question that's always been intriguing to me. And I'm not, I don't know. Because, you know, the phrase like, I know it like the back of my hand. You know, put your money where your mouth is. How well do you know the back of your hand? Could you distinguish it between 100 people and their hands that are similar looking to you? Do you think you could do it? I don't know. I'm looking at my hand right now. And it's kind of tripping me out now, and I'm looking at it. I don't know. So let me know your thoughts on that. I kind of want to do it, too, but I don't know where I'm going to find 100 people who look like me because I'm unique, you know? There's only one of me. I mean, I guess there's people who look like me and want to be like me. Nah, I'm just messing. But let me know what you think. I think I, think I could. But if there's anyone who, who wants to get out there and do this for me, that'd be great. That'd be fun. Maybe I should just do it. Anyone who kind of looks like me is like the same height and build. And like I can get like over 100 pictures. But I guess it'd have to all be on the same like kind of, I don't know, it'd be tough. It'd be fun though. For about like the 10 seconds it takes me to figure it out. But it would be fun. I don't know. Something I've always been curious about. Something I also want to start doing on the podcast is I want to read super intelligent articles and try and pick them apart and see if I can learn and understand from them. So if anyone has any super intelligent articles I want to slide my way, just let me know because I'm, I'm so dumb I can't even find a super intelligent article. Slide one my way. Slide one my way of your choosing. Something that you want to hear me talk about. And I'll read the article out loud on the podcast and we'll break it down together. It'll be like a live reading. It'll be fun. Because I won't know what's going on and I'll have to look up every other word on Webster Dictionary. So it could be the whole podcast. If you're lucky. Alright, let's get into the bar of the week though. You know what time it is? Time for the bar of the week. Some of you guys' favorite part of the week. My mom was like, yeah, the bar of the week. Every time you say that, I always think you're going to be talking about like a bar you go to to drink and like what the bar of the week is, which I think I should start doing now too, which would be kind of funny. All right. I don't know which one I've done so far. All right. This one's short and sweet. It's kind of cute too, I think. It says... 
Miss me with your disses. Miss me, give me kisses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. It's short and sweet. It's a vibe. You know, it's like, miss me with your disses. You know, because your girl out there dissing you, you're like, miss me, question mark? Give me kisses, you know? Oh, man. All right, let's get into the quote of the week, motivational quote of the week. I like this one. I just found it. If you continue to think the way you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got. It's kind of a bar, too. Bars. But it's true. Straight up facts. Quit thinking the same way all the time. I mean, thinking the same way about certain things is is cool, but you kind of got to change your perception. You got to learn. You got to reflect. You got to see what's going on, what what you can change. Or else you're going to be the same person. Can't get better if you don't think, reflect, and change. I'm horrible at reflecting. And that's me reflecting that I'm horrible at reflecting. So that means I'm getting better at reflecting because I just reflected that I'm bad at reflecting, which is actually reflection. Bars. All right. It's been a good weekend. I wish I could go longer, but I got to watch the Sox game. Playing the Twins. Coming off a sweep of the Cubs, man, that was fun. I love sweeping the Cubs. And if you're a Cubs fan, I don't feel bad for you. I was rooting for you guys in 16 when you guys were in the World Series just because I don't like the Indians. You guys got it done. I'm happy for you guys. But I've taken a lot of slander these past 10 years since the Sox have been terrible. Cub fans got really arrogant after 100 years of nothing, so I'm sick of it. I'm glad they cheered away everybody. I hope it's another hundred years, and I don't and I don't, I don't say that lightly. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm not. I don't feel. I really don't feel sorry for them. It takes a lot for me to feel sorry for you, and winning a World Series and trading away your best players five years later when they don't make the playoffs. No, I don't feel bad for you. That's how it goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. The White Sox have never even made back-to-back postseasons in the history of the franchise. I do not feel bad for you, Cub fans. So don't try and get my pity vote. If I see you at the bar, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Socks just swept you. If I see you on the street, the socks just swept you. That's the kind of guy I am, because I took a lot of heat when the socks were terrible. Except that Cub fans would say, "Oh, they're so bad," and then they go to all the seven dollar games at the White Sox Stadium. So you know, double standard there. I'm a good fan, though. I get along with most Cub fans. I really do. There's just a couple that really kind of aggravate me. But there's some Sox fans that do it, too. But I'm blinded to that because I'm a Sox fan. But, man, what a time this has been. This has been fun. I hope to get back on once a week. I think once I finish this week, I'll kind of be more settled in at my job, and I'll be able to have some time to do this more. But I hope you guys enjoyed. It was great. It's great to see you. I don't really see you. It was great to hear from you. No, 
It was great to speak to you at this time, and then you hear it at a later time. It really was. But hey, you know how it goes. I'll play this outro song, and I'll probably talk a little bit after just because I don't know how to end these things. But hey, love you. God bless. Where's my charger? I need to turn some lights on. Gotta put my roast in the fridge that I forgot to eat. I'm an idiot. Alright, that's enough for that. Uh, maybe I'll let it go for a little longer. Oh, I just took a screenshot. Dang it. Oh, I gotta find an outlet. Anybody know where an outlet is? It's a sick little guitar soul here. Really listen to it. I'm really gonna let this guy go here. Uh. Oh, I never listened this far. Actually, I have, but I forgot. Uh, go off, son. Jeez, you went crazy there at the end. I totally forgot about that. I want to change the song, but I just the more I hear it, the more I love it. And it's just so iconic now, that opening where I say, you know, welcome, and then I, I just cut to that. It's crazy. All right. I love you guys. You my everything. I, I'm going to get teared up. No, I'm just playing with y'all. All right. Have a good week, though. Going to come out on Tuesday. Man. Let's do it, you know. Summer's almost over. We got to live it up while we can. Nice and hot out there. I'm stuck inside all day now. But hey, like I said, love you guys. God bless. I also want you guys to know that I was going to go watch the Sox game on my computer. And I was late because I was talking to you guys. And I missed a leadoff home run by Tim Anderson. So it just goes to show how much I love you guys. But hey, what can you do? God bless.